Let's get started. Recording is on, microphone, let me check, is on. Welcome. If you're new, this is the podcast I do every Monday and Wednesday. I start with three announcements every time, always. Team BC, if you need anything in regards to real estate worldwide, contact us directly, teambcsold.com or teambcsold at Gmail if you want to contact us. Number two, Modern Success. Huge shout out to Modern Success. My personal coaching and mentorship program. We're averaging two new members every day. Recommend every single person who listens to this podcast get on. It's at briancasella.com. Link in my Instagram bio as well. Lastly, EXP Realty. Join.exprealty.com if you want to join our army. Otherwise, if you want a little bit more information, I have a lot of videos on my YouTube or you can message me personally, okay? Let's get started. Uh, today on the podcast, uh, there's a couple things going in my mind, but I wanted to cover this specifically for the podcast, among other things. But first, we have to understand some basics here, okay? I'm always preaching to people about sales, language, communication as pillars for everyday life, not just making money, not just business, okay? How you communicate with yourself, how you communicate with your environment, how you communicate with other people, how you communicate with your prospects, how you even communicate with your animals, right? How you communicate with your children, everything, right? And, and there's basics that are not understood. So I'm gonna break it down simply for a lot of people so they understand what it is, and what to think of as far as what terms to think of. And then we're gonna explore the subject a little bit, okay? It's on the tip of my mind and tongue, and that's usually how I do this podcast. Now, communication, right? Communication is this, right? It's cause and effect, basically, at its root. What we forget is there's three points when it comes to communicating, right? You have the origination of the communication, which is your mind, and you, then your mouth, then you have the second plane, which is between me and the next person or individual or thing that I'm communicating with. And then you have the third, which is the receiver of the communication, the person, okay? And for the cycle of communication to be complete, that person has to be able to successfully, and this is the word, duplic duplicate. Duplicate what you're communicating, meaning blah, 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 thought, I say it, it goes through the space, which is in between us, you receive it, you hear it, goes into your brain, and you duplicate it. Meaning, for example, if I say red cat, your mind says red cat. And you see it and you understand and say, okay, now the cycle of communication has been completed successfully. Now if I say red cat, and your mind it says blue elephant, there's something wrong, okay? Now what most people do at that point is what we see in society. What do they do? Oh, you're not listening to me. And the originator, of the communication, the cause point did not create the proper effect or the desired effect that he wanted to or she wanted to. Which brings me to my first point. The communication, the responsibility always lies on the originator of the communication. Always. Always. If I say something and, it's, and I don't create the desired effect that I wanted to create, I need to look at myself. Now there are uh, exceptions to the rule in the sense that maybe somebody is mentally not there, right? Extenuating circumstances like that, okay. But again, that's the exception to the rule. But for the most part, in an everyday situation, let's say I approach somebody and they get freaked out, that's me. I need to be responsible for what I'm doing and say, okay, my communication, my words, my body language, 
the expressions on my face, the emotions that I'm giving off, is this correct? I'm not receiving the desired effect, which is the person openly receiving my communication and engaging with me. Now, if, if something's wrong there, it's up to you to fix it. What do most people do? Oh, that person's crazy. Oh, she's a bitch, this and that. And we immediately sh uh, shove the responsibility from ourselves to somebody else, which is incorrect when it comes to the cycle. A lot of people in society, most individuals in today's society do not understand at the basic level what I'm saying. So for those of you who follow me, for example, that are realtors, salespeople, and you're selling, you're talking to people, you're selling. Even some of you who follow me who are into pickup, right? You're always talking to girls and you're trying to um, increase your skills when it comes to that. If you're not getting the result that you want, if people aren't talking to you, they're not being receptive, if they're not buying what you're selling, it is on you. And it always will be for good. And when you take that approach, you'll start to improve at a tremendous level. Now again, taking responsibility applies to other areas of our life too. But in regards to communication specifically, when you do that, you now start looking at the subject a little bit differently and analyzing it for what it is. And you look a little bit deeper than the average person. To most people, what is communication? Oh, it's just words. For any of us who are at least slightly studied in communication, we know it's way beyond that. Words is what? 7% of our communication, right? Six or 7%, whatever the percentage is, okay? So we start looking. And now we, we fall into one of the first hurdles for people that I see and that I experience constantly is we, we forget that our level of communication for our target audience, I'm talking to you, I'm talking to the customer, whoever it is, we have to adjust that level of communication to our audience. Because again, remember, I am attempting to cause an effect on them. I want them to talk to me. I want them to buy my product or whatever it is. Biggest mistake I see people make is on a language level, a word level, it's not simple enough. They're overcomplicating things. And it's not necessarily just the words, okay? Here's one good example. I constantly see salespeople specifically, they're using, they're using, get this, they're, they're using terminology that the target audience or customer does not understand, right? So for example, for the realtors, be very, be very, very aware when you're speaking to a customer. Because a lot of times, the accepted language between us as professionals becomes so day-to-day -day for you and so automatic, you don't realize that when you're speaking to a customer or a potential customer, you're using that same language that you use with your peers. It's not gonna have the same effect because that person's not gonna understand certain words and abbreviations and slang or whatever it is that you're using with this group. And it's up to you, you have to take responsibility to adjust that. And a lot of people don't because now, if most of our interactions day to day are with this group, we forget that there's a big wide world around and outside of this group. The people who are masters can communicate and be amongst any group and not violate. They can communicate with the gangsters, they can communicate with the rappers, they can communicate with the ballet people, they can communicate with, with 
people from all walks of life, different ages, different places. That's what you want to do. But imagine if we attempted to say the same stuff in the same sequence and in the same way with different groups, you wouldn't be able to do that. So if we enter that environment or group and now we're in violation, then we did something wrong. But a lot of people won't look at it that way. They'll say, well, you know, I don't belong there and all that stuff. It doesn't matter. You wanted to cause an effect. You wanted to persuade. You wanted to influence or whatever it is. Because when you open your mouth, are we just opening our mouths to open our mouths? Are we just spewing words for the hell of it? We need to be at least a little bit more mindful of what we're doing. If I'm originating communication or, or doing something with somebody, approaching somebody, saying something, I have an intended goal or outcome in my mind. I'm not just talking to talk. Unless you're doing that as an exercise. Okay, I, I just, I just want to go out and talk and interact with the world. Cool. Then again, that's cool. You can do that. So the moment, going back to my example of the salespeople saying something that the customer does not understand. This, this is not understood by most people too. When we communicate, and if you want an easier example, think of when you're attempting to learn a new language and maybe you're starting to get the hang of it and you pick up most words. What happens to the customer or you in that situation when you're learning that new language when a word or a term or something is said that you do not know? From that moment on, your mind is fixated on that thing that you do not know. And if I, as the originator of the communication, the communicator, continue talking, everything else is going over your head and you're stuck on that. So I could be doing everything else right, but it doesn't matter because in that moment you're stuck. But what does this mean? And a lot of people won't say anything. They won't say, whoa, whoa, whoa stop. What does that word mean? A lot of people won't do that. They'll just pretend to go along. And I believe me, I've done plenty of experiments to know this stuff. And, and they just go along. But now, let's move that to a sales situation for some of you who use that terminology that I was talking about or said anything at any point that they didn't get. Now when you ask for them to buy the product, pull the trigger or do whatever it is that you wanna do, what are they gonna tell you? We wanna think about it, we're not sure, uh, we need to sleep on it, and that, Right there, that one little slip up we can say can come back and bite you later to the point of not getting the sale. And then what do we do in those situations? Oh, we have to handle the objection. But a lot of times people won't trace it back to this. This is why I said a couple minutes ago, calculated, strategic. Everything has to be said for a reason in a certain sequence and you have to be a strategist when it comes to this stuff. Now some people naturally are a little bit better at this because they just learned or they naturally just do it. They're a little bit better with their tonality, right? They, they speak a little bit more uh, simply for the audience to understand, right? Now if you guys who follow me extensively or have followed me for a while, you'll realize that I do use, for the most part, very simple language when I speak to people. Right? I'm very well studied. If I wanted to talk like a fucking poet and speak eloquently like that, I could. That's not the right way to do it, though. Especially when you want to communicate to a broad audience. Remember what I told you, the levels. If the audience level of understanding and comprehension and communication is here, and yours is here, you need to speak here. Maybe slightly higher, but if you speak here, when the whole world or the people that you're wanting to target are down here, 
it's going to go over their head. Why do you think certain people are much more persuasive than others? One of the main reasons is this. They speak simply in simple terms. There isn't this complicated. Why do you think, again, when I do these podcasts, when I do these videos, if I give like a metaphor or an example, it's always super simple. Even when I give people, my students, the people on Modern Success, uh, a more advanced objection handler and a certain uh, you know, phrase or whatever it is, even the example I give in it is so simple, a 10-year-old could get it and they would understand, okay? Give me a second. Simplicity. That's one of the pillars, simplicity, okay? Now again, if I am now uh, in a room full of scholars, okay, then I'm gonna step it up, right? Again, you have to look at the context, you have to look at the audience, you have to look at the effect that you wanna create. But all these examples that I'm giving you and all this information that I'm giving you is coming from the perspective of me taking responsibility of what I'm gonna say, how I'm gonna strategize, and what I'm gonna do. So that ties back to the very first point I said. As the originator, you are responsible. If the idea is not duplicated on the other side, it's on you, right? Pretty simple stuff, right? So, <clears throat> as we continue on, one thing you can do at this moment, if you find yourself maybe struggling to connect with people or having a slight challenge, right? People aren't, some people say, oh, I feel like nobody Nobody um, understands me, right? I know so many people who say that, okay? Or maybe specifically when it comes to selling, you know, on the phone or at the door, <clears throat> there seems to be this little disconnect where at times you feel like, I got it, and then other times you feel like, ah, I don't. Or any other, any other example where there's some sort of issue, you're not getting the desired result. Some of the things that I talked about tonight, you have to start analyzing, right? Get yourself your, if we could pretend to have a magnifying glass and look through each thing, right? If you have a script, you look at it and you say, okay, is the script simple? Is there anything here that I could adjust maybe that to lower the level of complexity, okay? Is there any jargon, words, symbols, or anything that I'm using in anything, my marketing, my words, the way I move, that indicates something that somebody would not understand? and I might lose them. Believe it or not, a lot of people's marketing, guys, like actual marketing, print marketing, video marketing, uh, you know, ads or whatever it is, some people make that mistake. They put stuff in there that confuses somebody. And if you're attempting to get somebody to pull the trigger, sign up or buy, and there's anything in there that confuses, you're done. You're done. Hold on. This stuff is permeates every level. And just like I was focusing on language in the beginning, you can look at body language, you can look at tonality, you can look at all these other little things to say, okay, where am I at? What needs to be adjusted? How can I improve this, okay? And when you start from the very fundamental levels, you'll realize how many mistakes are being made. 
when I took a step back in the beginning of my journey, we can say, of, let's say real estate or making calls or, or somebody asked about pickup and sales, I really started looking at what do I, what do I need a master? First, I was like, you know what? I'm going to master word sequences, simplicity, putting basic sentences together. And then now, once that's mastered, I know what to say. I can say it. I can practice. I can do this. I can do that. And now the words seem to flow out of my mouth. Now I can focus on delivery. Let me master my delivery. Let me master how I incorporate my body with the delivery, how I change tonality, how I go up, how I go down, how I get louder, how I get quieter. Before I, I even think about getting deeper into language patterns and conversational hypnosis and all this other stuff, whoa, 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 okay? Let's start with the basics. Number one, people use too complicated of language or words. And even if it's not always, if you do it in spots, that's still hurting you. Number two, most people talk too fucking fast. Our tendency when we get nervous is to blah, 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 and just go off. Now, naturally, I'm a faster talker. However, when I need to do something like a video, a speech, I really slow it down, totally. And you'll start finding this rhythm to my speech. But again, we could give you all the advanced stuff. If you're talking too fast, you're done. No matter what's given after, that basic thing, it's like a root to this flower or this tree. That has to be solid. Use too complicated of words. Talk too fast. Obviously, number three is going to be delivery is off. You could say the right words in the moment, but if your tonality is off, it implies something completely different. Completely differently, 100%. Case in point, I can literally tell somebody, fuck you, and smile, and with the right tonality, and they'll laugh. But if I say it's serious, fuck you, it's like, whoa. Now they're taking offense to what I just said. Same words, slightly different delivery, slightly different tonality, right? Or just delivery in general. Smile, completely different effect. It's insane. So the smallest changes and improvements and micro-improvements to how you're delivering your presentations, to how you're talking to people, can make a world of difference in the results that you're getting. Yet, we're always reaching for the next shiny object that's something advanced. Oh, learn this, you know, two or three magic language patterns to get anybody to buy from you. Well, that's not going to be any good. Seriously, that's not going to do you any good because we're still at level one. Now, I, I alluded to something in the beginning, and this is kind of how I want to wrap up this subject, is I talked about how you communicate with yourself. Here's a question for you. How many of you study and work on all day how you communicate with everybody else or every other thing on this planet Yet you don't work on and study about how to communicate better with yourself. Yeah. You know how many people I ask on a daily basis, are you happy with your self-esteem and self-confidence or are you struggling? And 99% tell me they're struggling. Even the people that tell me they're good, it's not really a good. It's, oh man, I'm struggling. Ah, yeah, 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 I'm doing good. Bullshit. You're not. No. That's not a yes. 
That's not a yes. How many people actually take time to communicate with themselves? Forget improving it for a second. Communicating with yourself, anything. Giving yourself a pat on the back. Even checking with yourself. Looking at yourself in the mirror, you know, obviously bettering your posture and all those kind of things. Smiling at yourself, making eye contact. How many of you listening or live can't make solid eye contact with yourself in the mirror without feeling a little uncomfortable or getting nervous? I know a lot of people who can't. Here's another big one. How many of you, men and women, especially the women, can go in front of a mirror, nobody else is around, naked, and actually be like, oh, cool. And not be like, oh, shit. Isn't that a lovely question? That tells me a lot about somebody. Now, I'm not sitting there every day in front of the mirror naked, having fun, but I can look at myself naked in the mirror and be like, cool, yeah. There's an appreciation there. And just like I may say, I wanna make this better, this better, this better, whether it's the, the naked version or me looking at myself in the mirror, in the eyes, just as many negatives I find positives, minimum. If not, my positives double the negatives. You see? So when it comes to this communicating with the world and this and that and back and forth, and, oh, man, I want to be the best salesman, well, sell yourself. Because if you can't sell yourself, if you don't buy yourself and if you don't buy your own shit, no one else is going to buy it. The one who can't sell himself on waking up on time, keeping his own word, and doing those basics will never be able to sell somebody else on the highest level. One of the reasons I'm very effective with people when it comes to teaching, coaching, with clients or whatever it is, is when they look me in the fucking eyes and I look them in the eyes, they know what I'm saying is fucking serious and that I mean it. And there's no denying it. Because people will check you. And we know. Our gut tells us, ah, oh, this person's full of shit. Ah. But you look at them. And when they look at me, they're like, fuck, this motherfucker's unbreakable for sure. Okay, okay. Because someone's gonna have to back down. Someone's gonna have to back down and submit in that moment. It's not gonna be me, that's for sure. That's for damn sure. And am I even, just to prove this point to people, in the next maybe two or three testimonials we get with people and clients, I may bring this very subject up so people can actually say it. And they'll be like, oh shit, yeah, when we looked this dude in the eyes, we knew he was all business. They'll be saying stuff like that. Not in a crazy way, but just in a, okay, like this person's congruent. I can look at this person in the eyes and, okay, yeah, for sure. This is what he's about. He means business. He's not telling me one thing and giving off a vibe of something else. Now, for some of you who are newer, because the next question I get is, well, how do I build to that? It's a process, man. But you have to improve how you communicate with yourself and other people. But see, the magical equation is that. If I can communicate to the outside world at a high level and I communicate to myself at that same level, boom, now the edges have met. Now I've connected the dots. Now I'm plugged in. Now I'm good. When you focus on only the outside that gets up to here, maybe here, but then the way you communicate with yourself is down here and your results are always going to be shit. You've heard me say a gazillion times for any of you who study alchemy. The outside is a manifestation of what's going on on the inside. Right? 
you're struggling to get sales, you're struggling to do this, this and that, your inner image and identity isn't congruent with that. You don't see yourself being able to do that, which is where all this self-help stuff comes in as far as techniques and, and mindset shifts and all the stuff that you have to do. Because then if the outside world suddenly gives you what you want and you're not ready here, you're gonna crash. Crazy. So communication with self, communication with your environment, everything around you. Get those two things at a higher level. Start dedicating yourself to really taking that to the next level. You don't have to be number one, but just improve. Put an emphasis on it. The same emphasis, if people would put the same emphasis on it as they do on fucking Netflix and Call of Duty and all that other bullshit, man, we will live in a completely different world with completely different people. That's for sure. But, oh, this isn't cool. This isn't hip. This, this, not, this isn't going to get me clout on Instagram. Oh, it's not going to get me that one girl that I want. When in reality, the mastery and understanding of this will get you everything you've ever wanted and more. That's for damn sure. Okay. So with that said, we'll wrap it up here. If you guys have questions, I'll answer them now on Instagram. I'll answer them on Zoom. Um, and I'll stick around for probably 10 minutes. So shoot away. Q&A has officially begun now. I'm drinking kombucha. Let's see, how do you manage stress? A lot of times an accumulation of stress, Chad, is too much this coming in, energy, thoughts, emotions, and, and not enough outward expression. That's how most people stress. They think about shit, they stay with themselves. It's all here. You need this. You need work, you need exercise, you need exertion. It's too, uh, you need outward, more male energy expression. That's going to help you. Yeah. Zoom code is on my Instagram, Facebook, and also my uh, Snapchat. And the Zoom code never changes, by the way, ever. The dare you challenge, yeah. And what resources have I used to be a more, become a more effective communicator? Getting around people who communicate at a very, very high level, going to a lot of seminars, buying a lot of products, reading a lot of books, um, Toastmasters, right? If, if we're looking at being economical about it, um, those are probably the main things. And then obviously me, myself, communicating a lot. Toastmasters is a uh, kind of like a program that they have in most local communities, especially across the United States, carry where you get together once a week. Sometimes some chapters get together more and you work on your public speaking. Uh, your ability to communicate in front of an audience, right? And then you're critiqued. 
I'm going to dunk on you, BC. Cool. I'm still waiting, bro. Uh, no, dude, Andrew, if you've, you know, come to a conclusion that there's a genuine disinterest, then you can move on, right? Because if there's a genuine disinterest, then it's clear exactly what you're communicating. So what I said earlier, that point was already made. They, they've duplicated your communication. Oh, okay, I know he wants me to buy or sell a house, but you know what? I, I don't want to right now. They've already duplicated it, but now they've elected to tell you, no, I don't want to communicate any further. That's the distinction you need to make. But on MS, dude, I'll, I'll talk more about that maybe on the next lecture. I scratched one and two off the list already. Awesome, Ed. Edgar, the man. First listening calling inspired. It's awesome, brother. Congrats. I think I saw you post that in the group, dude. Mojo's great for the triple line dialer, Ruby. So, yes. How do I get a seller to understand that a developer won't offer this property because it's a bad idea? It's a distressed property. Well, that makes sense. They're probably not all there mentally because they're emotional. Um, if you can pr provide any type of evidence of that, maybe another situation where that very same scenario happened, even if it's not your own property, but someone else's, that'll be the best thing for them to, to really connect the dots. You have to give another example or an example of another, kind of like examples I give on objections where it's not about this current situation, it's about another situation, but it's totally relatable, right? Uh, Timac, what you just described, your question about documenting the videos of yourself starting from scratch. What do you think I did, bro? How long have you been following me? I've been doing YouTube for five years. What do you think I did the first two or three years? You think I had a Lambo and all this other shit when I started YouTube? No, I did exactly what you just did. This is why I tell you guys, you need to watch even just my free shit and look at what I did and you'll be able to answer a lot of those questions yourself. Later, bro. Books for communication, oh man, depends, dude. Again, just a book carry isn't going to suddenly make you a master communicator, but you need to explore, right? Sales, any sales book is probably gonna help you a lot with communication. Obviously, getting into studies of the mind and NLP and hypnosis and all that kind of stuff is gonna help you, but uh, if you really want a fast track, dude, I always recommend that people get on Modern Success, my coaching program. We dive deep into communication. I definitely can help you with that. Num number rule for agents, you mean number one rule? Uh, honesty and uh, high level of ethics. I don't think that's the number one rule, but that's something I'm definitely gonna hammer into people. What's up, what's up? Josh, uh, manipulation of tone is for the desired effect. It doesn't matter if it feels like you or not. You want to create a certain effect. Whatever the tone is to create it, you do it. Cool, yeah. Let's see if we have any questions on Zoom. <coughs> Is it a good habit 
it's been even good friends to repeat what the other says before giving response or ritual. Um, you're, you two are probably salespeople. <laughs> That's probably what it is. I don't think there's anything wrong with that though. So you're good. Never thought about it like that. Yep. You're welcome, dude. Get any iPhone apps to prep for the exam. When I took the exam, bro, there was no iPhone apps to, that even existed for real estate. So I don't know, bro. I'm not techie. That's why I don't have top 10 app videos on my channel. I'm, just, I'm not techie at all, dude. I have my team or Lloyda or, you know, Greg who runs Modern Success, the click funnel on the website. I have other people handle that stuff. I'm not tech savvy. What do you recommend to someone who's 18 about to start the business? Number one, Chris, forget about your age. It doesn't matter. How to give ours to take me serious. Um, there you go, dude. If you stop, if you realize that your age has nothing to do with anything in business, business is about skills and know-how, bro. That's it. There's agents who are 18, 19, 20, 21 who are killing it, selling more than me. Your age means nothing. Now, if you think it's a big deal and you see it as an insecurity, then other people are going to see it. And even if everything's perfect, there's still going to be that one guy who's not going to use you. No big deal. There's plenty of other people that will use you, man. Don't even concern yourself with that. What's your thought on increasing your presence on Instagram aside from pumping out content? Well, what's the way you increase your presence with other than pumping out content, dude? Unless maybe you pay somebody to grow it, right? I mean, really, if you just want, if you want more uh, attention, Warner, then you need to do more viral content, right? Like I know how to structure my Instagram if I just wanted to get a bunch of likes and attention. I know how to do that, right? I put pictures and stuff like that from time to time just to flood in a little bit more people, but I don't focus on that. Um, and it's really simple, dude. You know, right? Anybody would know that. Josh, man, mindset, bro. You really got to increase your mindset, dude. If, I don't know if you're a modern success, dude. If you're a modern success, I'll do a video for you covering that. Uh, yes, Ruby. I have multiple LLCs at this point, but I do do that. Yes, I collect, uh, I get paid through it. One of the best things you can do, by the way, Warner, when it comes to growing your Instagram, collaborations. Collab. Collab, 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 collab. Get in front of other people's audiences because guess what? Some of them are going to like you. That's something I do very well. I don't steal people from anybody. It's not like that. But when I get in front of other people's audiences, a lot of them are just attracted to me. Clients want to sell. They don't want to put it on the market. Dre, you have to understand that they're either not motivated or they don't understand the process. Not having it on the market, does. it's not... That doesn't make sense for somebody that wants to sell. Unless we're talking about maybe a $50 million exclusive property where the person's famous and they don't want people to know. Okay, but that's again, the exception to the rule. I have no desire to become my own broker, Chris. There's no point. Understand their thought process when it comes to why they want to keep it off the market. Once you figure that out, you can find the hole or the fallacy in the way they think and then you can crumble it. Then they're going to listen to you. Or probably they're just not motivated, so they're saying that. Not even just a responsibility, man. You have to pay more, right? You have more fees and, and debt and, and responsibility. I don't want to do it, right? I'm already with a company who's helping me build my passive income, and they're taking care of everything. I'm good. 
What else, guys? Maybe one or two more questions. Keep them coming, keep them coming. How was that? No, I have a bachelor's in uh, business, business administration, which I could care less about. Last book that I read, I think I reread Psycho-Cybernetics for like the third or fourth time. Watching All-Star Game, I don't even follow basketball at, any, at all, dude. No, I didn't go to school with psychology at all. Market is going to crash? No, I don't believe that. Social media is a bonus, man. It doesn't sell because of social media, right? That's a bonus. If you have a huge following, then maybe. Cool. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go, guys. Appreciate you being here. As always, Team BC Sold. If you need anything, Team BC Sold at Gmail, TeamBCSold.com. Anything real estate worldwide, let us know. Number two, modern success. Many of you struggle with mindset issues. Modern success is your answer for that. Not only is it techniques, it's going to fix this thing and supercharge you. Okay? Get on it. BrianCasella.com or you go to uh, my bio on Instagram if you're on Instagram. And lastly, EXP Realty. If you don't know, go to my uh, Facebook fan page. I have interviews. Go to my YouTube. I have videos. Go to join.exprealty.com. Get your application in or you can message me personally and I'll get you some more info. Okay.